reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Put your hands together for the Lord. Add a shout of praise to that. And let's receive the ministry of our sister, Maui Rami. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I would please request um, and ask for Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 on the board. And we know that but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So your strength has been renewed this week, and as you continue to wait, your strength shall be renewed. Amen.
blessing do you feel blessed already do you want to appreciate God with a hand clap hallelujah you may not believe it but also have something that can color the church if only you will allow God to have his way in your life and can you imagine if everyone could color the church the way this one person has brought color into the church. That if everybody contributed something unique, a fingerprinted input that exists nowhere else but with you alone, it will even be the point of your elevation and increase and prosperity personally before we even come to the beauty your contribution will make to the church and it's my prayer that all of us will come to that place yes everybody once you thumbprint and you see it as your unique identity Remember that you also have something. What she has, nobody here has it. I don't even know of any woman in Ghana who has this type of gift. Ghana, I mean Ghana. If you are a woman, come and sit down and do something and let's see. Yes, come. We are waiting for you. But if she is special, then I am also special. Yes. I'm telling you. If she is special, then believe me, you are also special. Yeah. yeah. I have something that no pastor has in Ghana. you find it only with me. Believe me. <laughs> You'll find it anywhere except you look for me. You also have something that we will not find anywhere except we come to you. And most of the time, those are the points of our blessings. Your uniqueness. We call it your USP. Your unique selling point something that makes you unique 
and gives you the value you need for your life. She has it. May you have yours also. Clap your hands for Jesus. Oh, and by the way, I also have mine. <laughs> oh, yes. I won't lie to you. There's no way I will lie to you. Father, we thank you for this beautiful privilege to enter your doors, to enter your gates. It's a privilege to enter your gates. Touch our lives. Bless our hearts. Change our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. This morning, I'm sharing with you a very important message. And I want you, if it's even possible, not to take notes. But if you, because you can get the message after. But also sometimes, as the message comes, it's good to make some notes, to put down a few thoughts and points. But I, I need you to relax. Because it is a destiny-changing message. The title of the message I'm sharing with you this morning, and I'm hoping to run through the services with them today by the grace of God. That title, the word is honor. Honor. It is a word that is full of power. It's a word that can lift your life up beyond your own abilities. You know, there are many things we do in life from our abilities. You know, not like our sister who plays, like our brother, is an ability. And playing the keyboard can earn him a job. I know a brother, he used to play the keyboard for me in the uh, previous branch I was pastoring. He got a job, a big job, somewhere in Accra because there was a breakfast meeting and he went to play and the CEO of that company was at the breakfast meeting and saw the boy and asked him whether he was working. He said he wasn't working. He got him a job. He's working there now. He got a car, a house. Of course, the church also added a wife to him. He's complete now. You'll be complete as well. So our natural abilities lift us up. They bless us. Somebody has a natural ability to run. Hussein boats. Naturally, he's fast. Some have a natural ability to fight. So they win medals from fighting. Yes, everybody has. Somebody has a beautiful ability to sing. Beautiful ability to sing. Did Mary sing today? Yes. I love to hear her sing. Beautiful. It's just nice. Because of her singing, there's nothing I will not do for her. Yeah. 
that I won't do for you because your voice is not nice. <laughs> so, natural abilities give us jobs, put us in places, I mean, uh, uh, privileged, privileged places. But beyond that, and your natural abilities can lift you up, but not too high. Not too high. You will go up, but you need something more than natural abilities to go to the height God wants you to go to. The song she sang, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. The eagles are birds that soar high. They are not like vultures that are around or some chickens. The eagles soar, they go high beyond every bird. That's your place in life. And playing the keyboard cannot take you, it can take you high. I'm at the third floor seventh floor but not in the skies you'll get there now one thing that guarantees us a place in the heavenly realm remember Paul writing to the Ephesians said that he said God has raised us up with Christ and made us to set in heavenly places heavenly places heavenly places and I'm sure you know heavenly places are higher than the bank higher than the presidency higher than your container shop you will get there now, one of the cranes, one of the things that lifts us up to very high levels, to the amazement of those who watch us, is the word honor. Honor. You don't hear about it often. And that is why many people are small. Most people are low, down, low, at the bottom. Honor is a propellant. It can lift your life up. But I realize that there are some people in the church who, no matter how great the guidance of God is, they will never do it. Every congregation from Genesis to now has got stubborn people who will never do what God wants them to do. Very stubborn. If you read from Deuteronomy, for instance, you will discover 
Just from the beginning of Deuteronomy, chapter 1, verse 43. He said, So I spoke unto you, and you would not hear. But rebelled against the commandments of the Lord. And went presumptuously up into the hill. Forget about the details of this rebellion. But the point was that they were not ready to obey. So I spoke to you, but you would not hear. I mean, you had hardened your heart, decided. So, so I, I, I'm just reading this verse to encourage you that you are not the first. Your type existed long ago. So verse 44 says, And the Amorites, which dwelt in that mountain, came out against you and chased you as beasts do and destroyed you in Sarah, even unto Homer. We could go on and on. But it said, Because you would not. And there is always a consequence for not heeding the voice of God. And there are all, there is no congregation ever, there is no congregation which doesn't have stubborn people like your particular type. Never. No matter what God says, even in school, I don't know if you went to secondary school, if you are here and you never went to a boarding school, you are handicapped. I'm telling you, socially, a boarding school, you need I, 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 I pray there will be an opportunity. Yeah. You see people, different types of people, you won't believe. It's like, it's like they have been Created by God not to obey rules. Nobody should go to town. He will go to town. We are all going to, to the dining hall. He will not go. No, no food is leaving the dining hall. He will take it out. Stop on. It's a type of person. And for as long as we are earthly beings, we have them in the church. Don't come to school with colored clothes. That is house dresses. There are, some, there are some schools also you can go with house dresses. Like Wesley girls. But in fast spring, you are not allowed to come to school with colored. Your khaki, your white, your orange, your pink. You see people, they come to school with colored clothes. And even clothes for girls, they take out. Stop on. Don't do. They will do it. In, in, in fact, they actually exist to wait for the next instruction to disobey. They are not happy when there is no instruction. They want to hear something like, like uh, um, we are having a prayer meeting in the evening. They won't come. That's what they exist to wait for. We are fasting, like last week Sunday, I said to you, I came here 
I came here. You can remember what I was wearing. Something gray. I came here. I said, we're fasting Monday to Friday. Aha! That is what you were waiting for. Just so that you will not do it. The likes of you are here. You were like that in school. You brought it to church. Never compliant. Never obedient. Never in line. Never heeding. Not when I say, these are not strong, these are not good words. Never compliant. I mean, opposed to. Yes. Oh, I wish I had time to preach, but my time is up. Solomon, Solomon has a word for such people. He, you, you find it a few times in the Bible. The word is forward. Forward. Not forward. Forward is F-O-R-W-A-R-D. Go on, you are going forward. But forward, forward, you find it in the, in the, in the uh, uh, Proverbs and so on. It's, it's, the word, when you say somebody is forward, it means the person is persistently opposed to something. Constantly, the person's posture is to oppose. That's his posture. He's forward. And there are cases that are lined up for the forward. Like, like to and fro. To and fro. Fro, forward. That the person's, his orientation is against, like opposition. They, they exist to oppose. Forward. If you marry a forward wife, it's over. She will never agree to anything you want to do. In fact, if you, if you want her to do something, give her the opposite instruction. So that by, by doing the opposite, she will get to do what you wanted her to do. I, 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 it's so sad that the time is up. I would have preached to you this morning. Like, if I want you to fast, I'll, 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 I'll say that next, uh, from Monday, we are all eating. Then because of the demon in you and the forwardness of your heart, then you will decide that because your natural orientation is to be opposed to. So you will not eat because we have said we are all eating. So by that, I can get you to fast. Persistently opposed. He said, I wanted. I told you, don't go up there. And you went. And when you went, look at it. Go, go back. He said, the Amorites who were there. Because I know the Amorites. I know what is ahead of you. I said, don't go. But because of, your, of the forwardness of your heart, you went up there and they came against you. And they chased you like beasts. I'm sure you've not seen that in the Bible. Beasts. Some of you, beasts are chasing you. You have never arrived at any destination. Anything you try to get, beasts chase you out. Because of what? The forwardness of your heart. Jesus said it. Matthew. He said it. 23. 37. He said, oh, Jerusalem, I wanted to gather you. Matthew 23, 37. My intention 
was to gather you. Normally, for my motherly and parental instincts, I wanted to gather you. As a hen gathers her chicks, but you would not. This is Jesus. You would not allow me. Forwardness. I'm preaching about honor. And I'm, 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 I'm fighting against the nature of some by, by informing you that you may not know, but I know that your type exists. I am aware of your type. And I'm addressing the difficulty you are, you are, you are, you are placing yourself in by your forwardness. The forwardness. I, 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 this is Jesus. This is not Peter. Jesus. So I, my, my, my desire was to gather you. Is there? Is it not there? Jerusalem. Thou that killest prophets and stonest them that are sent to you. How I long to gather you as a hen that her chicks. But you would not. Forward. Step on. Each time, for, look, there is a consequence for forwardness. What is the consequence? Next verse, 38. Therefore, your house, your marriage, your business, your family, your life is left to you, not to me. <laughs> look at it carefully. To you. It is you. There, see, there are some things which are us and we but this one is to you you will you will take the consequence home everybody will enter his car he said your house not my house your house is left to you desolate empty only wolves are howling in the house and baboons are running amok you would not therefore hear me very well when god speaks and you choose not to hear there is a consequence you will pay for forwardness you will pay for rebellion i counsel thee today to change your orientation to be a flowing, malleable, mistakes, faults, weaknesses, we have them, including the pastor, the two known pastor preaching to you. We are so weak, you, you won't even believe it. But your ability to say, mm, I was wrong. I should have come to fast last week. I should have been in the service last Tuesday. I'm not doing well. David made mistakes, but each time it was pointed to him, he turned around. Even there, was, there were times nobody spoke to him. His own heart smote him. His own heart. Some of you lack that type of heart. The heart that ministers correction to you. You don't have it. So you are led on like an ox to the slaughter. And the next major event in your life is the shedding of your blood. 
your marital blood, your business blood, your academic blood, your social blood, the ox to the slaughter. David, when the prophet came and told him that you have slept with a woman who is not your wife, said, yes, you are right. Unlike Saul, arguments. Because he is naturally oriented against the line of flow. You don't want to swim against a river. You don't want to try it. And that's what most of us, not most, sorry, some of us in life, your life can be described as someone who is swimming against the current. As the river is moving this way, you are swimming this way because your nature, whether it's a curse, whether I don't know what it is, but you are naturally opposed. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you, I mean, the, 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 the default setting for your life is to be an opposer. Whether it's to God or to pastors or to headmaster or to principal or to authority, to prison officer, your traffic light, anything, you oppose red light. saying that that's a consequence of forwardness I'm preaching about honor my time is even up I'll continue next week but whether you've been to school or not whether you are highly educated or not this morning I'm presenting to you something that can give you a diversionary pathway. Maybe you don't, you don't even understand diversionary pathway because you didn't even go to school properly. You went to kill lizards in school. You don't even understand diversionary pathway. I, I'm saying that I'm showing you something that will let you not experience the consequences of your previous rebellion. And one of the things God has put in my heart for you this morning, listen carefully, is honor, honoring. When you honor, when you honor, you get to places in life your strength cannot take you. Two types of people. There are more, but two types of people God tells us in the Bible. Main, big ones to honor. One is God himself. Maybe next week, God willing, if I'm alive and have time and I'm around, I will share with you. But one of them is fathers. Fathers. That even if you didn't go to school well, even if your life is going downwards, you can suddenly shoot up by honoring a father. My life should not be the way it is. I can give you 10 reasons why I shouldn't be. I, I, you are looking at a very blessed pastor. If they ask you in school to write an essay on a blessed pastor you know, make sure you write an essay about me. <laughs> I beg you. I want to be right about me. And it has very little to do with my school. Even the school I went to, my success 
and the exams I passed, the few JSS WASI exams I passed, is because of the honor I have given my mother. My father died when I was nine years, so I don't talk about father. At home, it's mother. And she was, my mother, you've not seen a lion. If you want to see a lion, I'll take you home. Wild. Of course, you have to be wild. A woman raising five children alone, she must be a tigress. And being the firstborn, the slaps. But I've not read all these type of scriptures. You know. But somehow, it was the mercy of God to always take the position of honor. Take the position of not opposing her. Being, being leadable. Being malleable. If I start to tell you how God has blessed me, you will call journalists to write about me. You are, look at my face well. Can you see my face? I'm blessed. <laughs> Can you see my face? Yes. You are looking at somebody. If you say, describe a, set, a man you know who is blessed. Describe me. Look at the shape of my nose. My eyes. My hair. <laughs> you want to rise in life? I didn't say you want to work in the bank. You want to do well in life? Honor a father. Ephesians 6. Honor your father. And your mother. In my case, it was a mother. For you, it may be your father. Some of you, your father did not even take care of you. He just produced sperms and went away. And when he heard that you have prospered, then he came back with his cloth and chewing stick looking for you. <laughs> Still, don't embarrass him. Don't embarrass him. Don't embarrass him. If it's toilet roll he needs, give it to him. So that, verse 3, it may be well with you. There's no mention of bank or lawyer, or doctor, because none of these things mean it is well. Being a doctor does not mean it is well with you. <laughs> Being a lawyer, that's, go to town, they are work everywhere. When you go to the court and you see a lawyer with his files and folders coming, you wonder, is, is this man cursed? He looks, he's, he's, a, he's a representation of a haggardly looking creature. Being an MP is not, does not mean it's well with you. To be well with you is a totally different thing. Removed from education. It has nothing to do with education or beauty. Or handsomeness or skill that it may be well with you is a blessing that comes on people whether you've been to school or not i mean i know people who have sold tomatoes to build to build houses years ago i had finished secondary school and went to collect a prize 
years ago and I met a man. He's a, he's a photographer. I don't want to mention his name. I don't know how we even struck. I think his son had come to the school. I had finished and I had gone back for a prize and I met the man. I don't even know how we got to Taba. Later on, he took me to his house in a crowd. We became friends. I, I don't even know where he is now. House. Beautiful house. He, he showed me a camera he used. There's a camera. I built this house with this camera. It's not about a lawyer or an engineer. You can sell tomatoes if you, it is well with you. It is well with you. You can be a garden boy and build houses, buy cars, because it is well with you. Has nothing to do with going to school. Get it right. Those are privileges that come. Especially if your father hasn't lived a proper life. And it is not you, to, it's not yours to say it. If he comes to you and he says that, I want toilet room. Believe, if you don't have some, give him brown paper. That's what I use here. Some of you sitting here, there's a curse on your life because of how you have treated your father or your mother. But for those of you in that, those of you who are in that group, next week I'll do remedials. <laughs> I've got some suggestions for you. Remedials that will balance the curse. There's a curse. Anybody sitting here if you have ever quarreled with your mother, your mother has felt pain in her heart because of your words or your behavior. Look at my face carefully. You are cursed. And it's, it's better if she's alive. If she's dead, then you must go and sleep on the, on the tombstone for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Kodasu for three weeks. If your mother has pain in her heart because of you, you are in deep trouble. I know you are in the bank. I can see your car. I know the houses you have built. I'm telling you, you, you are in trouble. There's trouble. But next week, we shall do remedials. <laughs> About two years ago, in this church, I preached about tithes. And a man, such people, the Bible calls them clouds without water. Ever roaming. They don't settle down. They move from church to church. An idiot. An idiot. He came to me to tell me that a pastor shouldn't preach the way I have preached. About tithes and curses. He said, you should allow people to do what they feel like. When, when you threaten the people and they are doing it, there's no blessing. I said, you are stupid. People need to know the consequences of actions or inactions. Then when you, when you present them with the consequences, then they have a right to choose. So if they choose, then they know that I knew about this. That what I'm doing, because most people don't know. 
That's what Bible says. In, 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 the, in the days of your past sins and ignorance, God winked at them. You may not know. A lot of people who do wrong, who sin, who commit sins. That's a brother. He was, he was a pornographer. When I say pornographer, I'm not talking about somebody who watches pornography. He was an actor in the pornography. He got born again and came to church. He learned about love. For him, loving a woman meant having sex with her. So he was in the church sleeping with girls as a way of showing love. But the pastor taught him that love is not sex. So based on his background, to him, anything that makes a woman happy, and you don't have an idea what makes a woman happy. Most people do things and they don't know the consequences. They are doing something, but they don't know that this thing I'm doing would lead us. That's why, that's why we read our Bible. The Bible is full of action and reaction. So we learn. Do this, you get this. Do this, you get this. And I saw the man again. I thanked him politely for his counsel and walked away. We were standing somewhere after church. I'm sure he's with that somewhere. You must be told. If I get a chance next week, I'll teach about the curses that come upon a person who doesn't pay tithes. So that if you choose not to pay, at least you knew what you were doing to yourself, than not to be told. If you don't honor if you don't honor your father, it won't be well with you. I think it was even announced that next week is Galatians 6. I don't know. Did you, you announce it? No, sir. Yes. There are some fraud ones who were nuts. Nonsense. Galatians 6. How about Galatians 6 5? Because you are not oriented towards honoring. Honoring. And, and See, even the, the examples I've used are not even appropriate. You don't give your father toilet roll because he comes to ask. You yourself, you see, you don't, you don't honor a pet. Most fathers don't. Can, can you imagine my son giving, giving me money? For what, 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 for what? One day I was driving with him and I said I was broke. I was building. And I said, I was, oh, daddy, I'll help you. I said, oh, really? I need some money. The, the, the masons need cement and iron rods. Oh. I said, I said okay, so, so when? This evening. Oh, when we go home, I've got something. I don't know whether it's maybe my mother came and blessed him, some, I don't know who. Then he brought, he brought the money. Seven cities, 80 pesos. <laughs> Seven cities. In an envelope. In an envelope. Cement and iron rods. That's all he has. <laughs> How I wish I could preach to you uh, by the time this up. Never make a father somebody, even if he sins, don't let him feel bad. Don't be like him. 
even if you go into your room and your father is drunk, cover him. You'll be blessed. Don't take pictures of his nakedness and put it on Facebook. That's what Ham did. He took pictures of his father's nakedness and put it on Instagram and Facebook. So one morning, they woke up and Noah's pictures were all over the place. Naked, lying there. With saliva coming from here. And Noah woke up. Ah. He was checking his iPad and saw himself on Facebook. Ah, who came to my room? This is my cloth. This is me. Who took this picture? And when he checked, it was Ham's Facebook page. It was Ham who had updated his profile picture with You have used my naked picture to update your profile picture. He said, from today, especially your descendants, a servant of servants, you will be. I won't comment on that further. I leave you to go and research. Who in this world is exactly not even a nanometer not even a nanometer apart exactly looks like servants not a servant think of a servant and then the servant of the servant take the world map and look at pictures you yourself will decide who in this world where in China or in Europe you find the people who live not like servants. Oh. Imagine a servant in the boys' quarters. And the servant in the boys' quarters also has got servants. You won't be like that again. I said, You won't be like that again. Whenever you have an opportunity to honor a father so that it will be well with you, so that, put it up. That it may be well with you. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 3. And that thou mayest live long. To live long is once again, it's not MBA, it's not PhD. Live long is not just living till 90 years old. That is true. But to live long here also means lasting long in places of blessings. So you get a job, what they pay you in dollars, that you will live long there. You marry beautiful husband, beautiful wife, beautiful marriage, that you will not divorce after six months, that you will live long in that marriage forever. 40th anniversary. Most people are not able to remain in places that are well watered for them. A force, a power removes them. I want to apologize to you that I've taken a lot of your time. But I'm saying that in case we don't meet again, in case we don't meet ever again, take these words from me as my parting gift. Never embarrass a father even if he's naked, 
never dishonor your mother even if she's a witch even if she's a prostitute the very act of giving birth to you takes from you the power to dishonor her if she's a prostitute leave her AMA will arrest her but you honor her respect her when you see her put your hands behind you your father even if he is drunk when you when he's in the gutter call your friends Sally, help me let me lift up my father he he, he, he has a fracture don't even tell them he's drunk say he has a fracture he, he has broken his leg i want to help him to sit well and when he's there turn his head towards you so that the fuse doesn't go towards your friends the fuse will come to you cover him it will be well with you. You may not have an MBA, but you work and supervise people with MBAs. And it's there. There are people like that. You will be a leader of people who don't have the qualification, who have what you have and more, but you will be on top of them. Next Sunday, we are coming here to honor our father, Bishop Dagwood Mills. Yes. It is once a year. We, we honor him. He said, let him that is taught in the word, Galatians 6, communicate unto him that teacheth. What I'm teaching you today, I learned from him. There's very little, if at all, everything. I was about to open a book. Next week, I'll open it. We've stood here, open his books. Even the church we are in, he built this church for us. Maybe you don't know what it means to go to church on Sunday and there's no church building. There are churches living under canopies. When the wind blows, it's called gone with the wind. Look at us here. It's a father. I didn't build it for you. And next week, Sunday, we are coming to honor him. Not with perfume, because your perfume, because of your Qatar, you don't know what is nice smells and nice scent. We are honoring him with substance substance money some of you your greatest honor you can give him is 20 ghana cities give it to him and write a note bishop thank you i don't see you often it's only bishop who go i see in this church but i know you sent him here i know you built this church without your obedience there will be no lighthouse and some of you if there were no if there was no lighthouse you'll be in jail by now because even you, the way your face looks like you look like a criminal Today, because of lighthouse, you are not in jail. You are in church. You are in town. Next Sunday, we are honoring our pastor, Bishop Dagwood Mills. That's all. Honor. Please say, Lord, from today, from today, Teach me not to embarrass my mother, not to embarrass my father. He may annoy me, she may upset me, help me, never. Forgive me for past mistakes, cleanse me from my iniquities, have mercy on me. Next week, as I come, 
with a seed and a note to honor Bishop Dagwood Mills. May it cancel cases and outcomes and consequences of my past mistakes. Please have mercy on me. In Jesus' name. If you are here today and you are not born again, you want to receive Jesus as your personal savior. Wherever you are, every eye closed, every head bowed. Please lift your hand. I want to pray for you to receive Jesus as your personal savior. You want to be born again. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Yes. You want to be born again. If your hand is up, please come to me in front here. I will pray for you. Please lift your two hands and pray this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. I've gone far from you, but today I'm coming back. Please receive me. Please accept me. And please forgive me my sins. Help me to start a new life with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.